0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports daily NFL podcast, but also a podcast that sometimes will go to nine, ten, or even go to 11, depending on what the news is. And the news is sort of big on this Friday afternoon, as Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely, at minimum, for the 2019 NFL regular season and postseason for his actions on the field on Thursday night. I'm Will Brinson. We have a Super Fringe Redux r- 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 remix, Ryan Wilson. John waka, Beach waka, waka. And Sean Wagner McGuff. What's up, boys? That's
1: nice. my remix. That's my remix.
0: I Sean, Sean won't do any beatboxing.
2: I a hundred percent will not.
0: I prefer not to beatbox. It's, it's uh, demeaning word I just word is what I I I prefer, prefer
2: to not to embarrass myself
1: on the awesome Urso, Jen Urso did not beatbox in rogue one, so I will not
2: beatbox. Wow. Breach. Come on. We're on the same side about this Mason Rudolph stuff. And then you're doing your Sean impression. Come on. I've never done one. I know. That's why it's a betrayal.
0: (laughs) Pointed out by one of our listeners, we did do a great job describing exactly what happened last night on Thursday night. uh, Football between the Browns and the Steelers in a game that the Browns won twenty one to seven. So very quickly, in case you somehow missed it and you probably didn't because this is one of those CNN things. Like where, you know, CNN's like, ah, it's a slow news day on Friday. Let's use this wild NFL. It was a block of Good Morning America. Was it really? Wow. I didn't know you watched Good Morning America. I'm more of a CBS this morning guy, but I guess you're a trader. So what are you going to do, Ryan? Um, yeah, God, don't like a Norm McDonald, huh? Um, anyway, the, uh, Miles Garrett comes in, tackles Mason Rudolph, the Steelers quarterback. Mason Rudolph reacts. After, after Mason had thrown the ball, the ball is well gone. Mason Rudolph reacts uh, in a manner that he grabbed his helmet, put his hands around his helmet, tried, sort of trying to pull Miles Garrett's helmet off. Wasn't ideal. Uh, Miles Garrett, there are some people that claim that he kicked him in the penis as well. Um, Ryan's shaking his head that that didn't happen. You were on the field, you know. Uh, at any rate, Miles Garrett picks Mason. Miles Garrett, much stronger than Mason Rudolph, picks Mason Rudolph up by uh, his face mask, lifts him up, rips his helmet off. And then as Mason Rudolph comes at him, proceeds to strike him on the top of the head with the helmet. He was uh, summarily ejected after that happened. Uh, we saw Marquise Pouncey come flying in, left the offensive lineman for the Steelers, leapt onto uh, Miles Garrett, delivered a bunch of furious fists, and then uh, Larry Ogunjobi, the defensive lineman for the Browns, Shoved Mason Rudolph down to the ground, at which point Mason Rudolph appears to have called him a B. The whole thing was a fight on a football field in a tense rivalry game, and it's pretty standard. These things happen with the exception, of course, Ryan, of Miles Garrett using Mason Rudolph's helmet to strike Mason Rudolph on his head, and that's why he was suspended for the entire season. Was it a fair suspension?
3: Yeah, no, without a question. I don't think anyone here disagrees with the suspension. A couple clarifying points. The helmet that Miles um, Garrett swung was Mason's, obviously, but he hit him with the open part of the helmet. So if he'd hit him with the top of the crown of the helmet, this could be a different conversation about Mason's current state of being. Also, David DeCastro, the Steelers guard, had jumped on top of Miles Garrett after he swung and missed or swung and made contact, and that's when Marquise Pouncey came around and started kicking and punching him. And I will say, luckily for Garrett, there was a, Bing, uh, a Browns player there—I don't remember who it was—who was standing in front of Miles's head. So basically. Marquise Pouncey was punching this Browns player in the back of the leg and kicking him in the back of the leg. Nonetheless, uh, Marquise got four games, three games. Three-game suspension, I'm fine with that. Marquise said after the game, I don't care what I get. At that point, I was just protecting my teammate. He also said he blacked out. He was so angry once he saw the helmet swing. And by the way, if you're at a bar at 2 in the morning and someone swings a bottle and Marquise Pouncy's nearby, run for your life. Don't do like Mason Rudolph and run into the middle of the, of the melee. Get out of there. I don't understand why Mason actually. I know he was fired up, but I don't understand why he actually followed Garrett after his helmet came off. Because nothing good, obviously, was going to come up. With, nothing good did come up. With. But I think the, I think all of us agree that the suspension for the rest of the season, it's actually called indefinite, is fine for Miles Garrett. Um, the one game for o- Okajobi could be reduced. You mentioned that. The one game for let's,
0: Marquis. Let's, let's run through him. Let's run through him. Suspension by suspension breach. Uh Any issues with Miles Garrett being suspended? And do you think it could potentially push over into the 2020 season, as some have s- suggested? Because this is not a you're suspended six games or 10 games plus the playoffs. It's basically like you're suspended indefinitely. Let's see if the routes make the playoffs, right?
1: Right, and I I have no problem with this. I mentioned last night's podcast or early Friday's podcast that I thought 10 games would be good, at somewhere between 6 and 10 games, and this is right around what they did because it's going to be 6 games if he missed the rest of the regular season. If they somehow make the playoffs, you know, you tack on a few more games, and that is even more devastating that he would miss playoff games. So I am completely fine with this, and I'm also fine if Roger Goodell talks to him at the end of the season and isn't happy and says, you know what, you're missing 2 more games next season. So if it does bleed over... I'm fine with that because you cannot take your helmet off and hit or you cannot take someone's helmet off and then try and hit them with it. I mean, that is just that is the one unwritten rule. But also, I think it's a written rule. You just can't break that one. And so, you know, Ryan mentioned last night that we have seen Vontez Berfic do some dumb things, but he's never even crossed this line. This is just a line you cannot cross. Uh, so absolutely, I agree with this. And I, as Ryan said, this is something I'm pretty sure we all agree on. This is a no brainer for the NFL.
2: I think if they, if the Browns were to make the playoffs, which I think none of us think will happen, but if they did, then I don't think Garrett should be suspended at the start of next season. I think that would be punishment enough missing, you know, Cleveland's first playoff game since 2012 when you're probably the best player on the team. Um, then I would be fine if he is able to start week one. Um, I mean, Ryan has said this repeatedly and Brinson has repeated what Ryan has said sometimes. Uh, Garrett looked. As soon as he walked off that field, like he knew he made a mistake. I don't think this means uh, like Garrett's reputation will be tarnished. Oh,
0: oh, that's the line that you're accusing me of repeating on HQ? Breach said it first, and then Ryan repeated it. No, Ryan repeated it, then Breach repeated it, then I said it? What are you going to get off the Breach, too, punk? No, I was watching. Helmet, what do you want? You want some of this?
3: (laughs) (laughs) This is worse than the Phillip Rivers meltdown. Uh,
0: Where was I? The Browns saw, uh, according to... 538 a 33 uh, percent chance I oh, know the ElO a 33 a plus 33 bump in Elo rating 25 percent chance of making the playoffs Steelers sorry 35 uh, reduction in Elo and a uh, they have a 34 percent chance of making the playoffs
3: by the way uh, can I point out that you're not using Stephen O's number guy's I got that line? it
0: that, was
3: 21 percent coming into this to this game for the Browns down to 12 percent. Now that they lost Miles Garrett, the, the wins go from seven and a half to seven. I think, John. I'm not looking at it.
1: Uh, current forecast: seven point seven wins down to seven point two. So basically, Miles Garrett is worth about a half a win. They lose.
0: Yes, yeah, that's where I got you, though. I set it up with the playoff odds pre Miles Garrett suspension. That's just after the game. This is where you jump in with those odds, but you don't have to be a D about it. So <laughs> <laughs> a diva, yeah, a diva. Uh, anyway, Sean was saying something. We don't care. Let's move on to the other. <laughs> Um, worth noting, by the way, both organizations fined $250,000. Miles Garrett was listed was fined a, another amount. And you have to wonder, like, how much did he actually get fined for that action? Uh, Jimmy and D, Jimmy and D Haslam from Tennessee. About, you should come to the Branson Oyster Roast on Sunday. Um, they issued a statement on Miles Garrett. Should I read it in the, the Tennessee voice or should I just read it straight up? Tennessee. Well, one and the same, really. Go ahead. All right. We are extremely disappointed at what transpired last evening at the end of our game. There is no place in that for no place for that in football, and that is not reflective of the core values we strive for as an organization. We sincerely apologize to Mason Rudolph and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Miles Garrett has been a good teammate and a member of our organization and community for the last three years, but his actions last night were completely unacceptable. We understand the consequences from the league for his actions. Thank you very much.
3: This is the Dukes of Hazard right there. That was pretty good, right? That was very good. Can I – uh I might,
0: start, I might start reading all – I might start reading all Jimmy – You're Hazzard. like
3: the narrator. Who was the narrator in Duke's Hazard? It was one of the country singers? Well, that's when Duke lost his way. That's – exactly. So, look, to follow up on that, and Adam Shepard just tweeted this, the Browns have now been penalized 87 times this season. Uh, they're most through 10 games since 1978. They've also racked up four ejections, which leads the NFL. Um How much of this are we putting on Freddie Kitchens?
1: I mean, I don't think he's coaching players to rip other people's helmets off and, and hit them with it. But they are undisciplined, so
2: I'll put, like, 20%. Yeah, I can't blame him for this. I mean, I can blame him no, for— the, the, the
3: whole totality of the the, the way with, with with which this team has played this year in terms of penalties, doing dumb things, the four ejections.
2: Oh, I mean, that's—it's got to be—I mean, isn't that— like one of the biggest roles of a, of a coach. Like I think that you put ninety nine percent on that. I mean, he probably has a lot of undisciplined players, but if Bill Belichick, we use this example all the time, if he had this exact same roster, this team would not be ha- would not have the same record that they have and they would not have the same penalty count and it wouldn't be even close. This would be a playoff team easily.
0: Eight and two with Bill Belichick coaching. By the way, here's Freddie Kitchens asked about if it's his fault, uh whether or not these penalties were occurring
4: a couple helmet to helmet hits too. another ejection do you think there's a systemic problem on your team I don't know what do you like I'm not smart enough to understand what you said so tell me what you want to just ask me point blank what you're asking do you think the team's out of control um no, I think people get helmet to helmet contacts every week. I think miles wishes he had used better composure with five seconds to go in the game hey. I'll
3: ask you straight out because you said to. But any of this go
4: back to the preseason in Indianapolis when fights were—I don't want to say encouraged—no, are encouraged. But were no. I, encourage, I never okayed fights. Did you say that? Did you say I okayed fights? I never okayed fights. Did I want them to get after their ass? Yes, I did. But that's not fighting. That's not after the whistle. But that's between the whistles. Yes, I never condoned fighting on a football field because that's penalties. I don't coach penalties. I don't coach false starts. I don't coach after the whistle uh, grabbing somebody's face mask. I don't coach that. So I don't know what you're talking about with Indianapolis when I condone fighting. That's putting words in my mouth. I've never in my life condoned a fight.
0: So that's Freddie Kitchens, uh, Freddie Outhouse, to those who listen to the podcast regularly. For those, if you couldn't hear the, the reporter's questions, first up was Tony Grossi, who is – not really a popular reporter amongst Brown's players and coaches, uh, sort of an instigator type. He's the one that Baker wrote Jesus, Tony. Uh <laughs> that, that that spawned that viral meme. Uh and then Pat McNaman the of uh McMahon, maybe whatever, of uh ESPN <laughs> also did the follow up. I can't what, me, Leave me alone, Sean. Just or whatever. <laughs> By the way, I think my accent might be like a dead, dead ass spot on Freddie Kitchens.
3: Well, you did go to school in Tennessee for a while, so, well, he's from Alabama though. Right? Right. But
0: my, my, my larger point being is that, um, I think the 20%, as Breach pointed out, way too low for the blame in terms of Freddie Kitchens because this guy's team, undisciplined all year, sloppy, mistakes, fights, ejections, dirty hits, they do what they want. These players don't, aren't held accountable at any point on any, like any, any stretch of the field. They, they've lost multiple games because they're undisciplined, sloppy, and they almost let the Steelers win that game last night because of penalties on that big, uh, third down, that big third quarter drive. This team, I like Freddie Kitchens. Keep saying it. But you know what? You can't have a team this sloppy and expect to win football games.
1: I, I got to chime in real quick because I answered a different question than you guys. Ryan was asking me specifically about last night's game, and then it changed to a conversation about the entire season. Uh, I would blame Kitchens about 70% for how sloppy they've been because, look, he just said in that interview, I don't coach penalties. Well, you're not not coaching penalties because your team leads the league in penalties. So something – there's a disconnect of what's going on in practice or what you're preaching because your team's not getting it, which either means you're a bad coach or your team's undisciplined. It's one or the other. Uh, so, yes, I would put that up at 70% for the whole season.
0: So the Browns, I mean, the Steelers, excuse me, had two drives that were more than 35 yards last night. Uh, one, they went 53 yards their second drive of the game, and it resulted in a missed field goal. Seven plays, 30 yards, 23 uh, thirty yards by offense, 23 yards by penalty. So 53 y- total yards. And then the other one uh, that resulted in a touchdown, five plays, 34 yards of offense, 53 yards of penalties. This is a, this is, look, you can't win football games like this. And You're- not only that,
3: we talked about this last night, too. The special teams' idiocy, just downing, the, going out of bounds, would be the first, just the stupid stuff that no other team that's halfway well coached would, would be willing to do. I will say this, though. If the last five seconds hadn't transpired the way it had, I had no issue with the hit on Juju, the three, the two helmet helmet hits. That was just unlucky. Those are three guys coming together in the middle of the field. The Deontay Johnson hit was. Was it dirty? I think Demarcus Randall – uh Randall was trying to make a play, but when you earhole a guy, you're going to get the penalty, and you may get ejected, but I don't think it was malicious.
2: Uh, Yeah, but worthy of an ejection.
3: I thought thought it was
0: fine to eject it. Absolutely.
3: But But I don't think that's reflective of Freddie Kitchens being as bad as – I mean he is bad, but that's – those two examples aren't his fault I feel it.
1: Well, in the latest word on Randall's, that he's probably is not going to get suspended, but will get fined, which is I think we all think that's how the NFL probably should handle a hit like that.
0: Yeah, Demarius Randall probably not to be. Usually, when you're rejected, you're not suspended just because they feel like it's a time served type of situation. Um But you know who's not going to serve any time? Mason Rudolph. And coming up after the break, uh oh, we'll get into a heated debate.
1: Visit RobertHalf.com today.
0: All right. So we saw the penalties. The Just in case it wasn't clear, Miles Garrett suspended indefinitely. That means he's, he's done for the regular season and he will be done for the postseason if the Browns make the playoffs. They don't have a great chance of making it. Um, Larry Ogan Joby suspended one game. Very excited that I can pronounce his name. And uh, of course, Marquise Pouncey suspended three games. He will obviously miss the next time these two teams play. Larry, Larry Oganjoby will be back. Um, look, First of all, it's a huge loss for the Browns in terms of their defense and trying to win football games. The defense has carried this team. It's not the offense winning games for them. And they now are missing their best defensive player and best pass rusher, one of the five best pass rushers in the league, and uh, at least for one game, their biggest uh, run stuffer in the middle in, in Oganjoby. So um, this is a big problem for the Browns. However, people are not worried about the Brown suspensions quite so much on Twitter and social media. People are hot and freaking bothered about Mason Rudolph not being suspended. And this is not like eggs on Twitter being mad about Mason Rudolph. This is like reporters who think he should have been suspended. And, in fact, Ryan, uh, I think we have two in our midst, two anti-Masonites, two non-free Masonites who believe that Mason Rudolph – should have been suspended, uh, Sean. You were one of those people.
2: Yeah. Well, first of all, I do think not suspending him is probably the worst punishment for the Steelers because now they have to keep starting Mason Rudolph at quarterback, and that's been a disaster. But, but uh, did you uh, tweet? Uh, you should, did you tweet that? You should have tweeted that. No, I can do it after the podcast,
0: though. No. Um, it's I'm, kind of right in line with I'm your focusing. Josh Allen is the best running back thing.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay, if, if it's Princeton's approved, I mean, Princeton will retweet it, I'll do it. This is the problem with, and I want to preface all this by saying, no matter what Mason Rudolph actually did, you should never take off his helmet and hit him with it. So whatever he did, Mason Rudolph's uh, response was not, or sorry, uh, Miles Garrett's response was not justified whatsoever. But I'm with Breach on this about the hit. I don't think it was late, and if you watch the replay in slow motion, it kind of looks late because it's so slowed down. You can see Miles um, Garrett throwing him down, but the r- official's looking right at it. The official did not flag it as a late hit. So, okay, even if you think the hit is a little bit late, and I don't think you can say it was blatantly late because two out of the four people on this podcast don't think it was late. So even if you think it's a little bit late— Every quarterback does not react the way Mason Rudolph reacted, which was to grab Miles Garrett's helmet, as Ryan said. And if you look at a lot of convincing screenshots on Twitter, and I know screenshots can be misleading, you can't see the full picture of what happened. It's looking like he's digging his cleat into into Miles Garrett's groin area. So like and then Ryan mentioned they get up. Mason Rudolph, at that point, if Mason Rudolph doesn't pursue Miles Garrett. The helmet thing doesn't happen. And again, Miles Garrett can't react the way he did. He can't swing the helmet. Um, But Mason Rudolph had a hand in instigating this, Um, and he should not have gotten hit in the helmet by hit in the head by his own helmet. That's uncalled for. But I, I would have been fine if they had suspended Mason Rudolph one game. Um, And quite frankly, the probably the Steelers probably should have been too.
1: Yeah. I mean, you guys want to somebody want to rebut, and then I'll jump in and rebut the rebut, and then someone can rebut the rebut the rebut.
3: You want to rebut 2.0,
0: Brenton? Why don't you go ahead? Look, uh, here's my thing. And people aren't people aren't understanding this when I say this on Twitter. I don't I wouldn't have had a problem if Mason Rudolph was suspended. But why are you surprised he wasn't suspended? He had his helmet ripped off, and then his helmet was used as a weapon against him on his exposed cranium. He's threatening potential assault charges against Miles Garrett. Why would the NFL suspend him? What good does that do the NFL to suspend Mason Rudolph any amount of time outside of helping the Steelers, as Sean uh, intimated? It, it, there's no, there's no benefit here to the NFL for suspending the guy who was assaulted on the field. I'm not suggesting that assault charges would stick. I think the idea of that is entirely ridiculous, but when you Get hit in the head with your own helmet while it's being used as a weapon. You're probably not going to be suspended unless you did something really out of control. And I, I understand he reached for, for, for Miles Garrett's helmet. He didn't pull it off. Whatever. Uh, if he kicked him in the nuts, that's a dirty move, but you know what? That's, it probably happens a little bit more often in football than we like to think. I'm not condoning what Mason Rudolph did, but I am not surprised at all that the NFL didn't suspend him. Well,
1: if he did, and I've watched the clip and I'm still not sure he kicked, uh, Miles Garrett in the midsection, uh, but he could have, as Sean said, that's one part. I'm still not sure. But if he did, what are you going to go to criminal court? And, and Miles Garrett is going to plead self-defense, be like, Judge, I got kicked in the midsection before I did anything. I tackled him on the football field within the game of play and he retaliated by doing something that no quarterback in the history of the NFL has ever done, which is try to tear my helmet off and kicked me in the midsection. So I don't think that. Uh, You know, that's the argument Miles Garrett would play if this somehow went to court, which I don't think it ever will. Uh, But here's the thing. Miles Garrett was completely in the wrong here. We all agree on that. He should never have swung Mason Rudolph's helmet at Mason Rudolph's head and hit him on the head with it. That was wrong. But that does not absolve Mason Rudolph from anything he did in this situation. It's one of those two wrongs. Don't make a right. Sean hit the nail on the head. He's the one who followed Miles uh, uh, Garrett into the end zone and put himself in the situation where he got hit. And this whole thing only happened because he tried to rip Miles Garrett's helmet off and because he kicked him. So, like, if he gets he, – I think he's going to get fined. I think some small punishment is fine. But you can't just grill people because they're saying, hey, you can't exonerate this guy because he did do something.
3: No one's saying he should be exonerated. I think everyone agrees he should be fined. But suspending him, and this is what I was tweeting at you, John, while I was trying to play the old trivia game with the old ladies at the coffee shop, <laughs> is that never in the history of the NFL has someone been suspended for trying to take someone's helmet off, ever. And number—and I don't know why we keep glossing over the part. Sean sort of hit on it, but John doesn't talk about this part. He threw the ball to Trey Edmonds in the flat, and then Miles Garrett picks him up and body slams him and lays on top of him. No, because that's an inaccurate description of what happened. That's you
2: keep on saying that's blatantly obvious, but two out of the four people here disagree with it. So it's no, not blatantly I I'll, obvious. I'll make the same argument I made
3: last night. If Tom Brady is wearing Mason Rudolph's jersey, what? are we okay with that? Like Tom Brady should be suspended if he did everything after afterwards with, yes. what Mason Rudolph did? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, we disagree. That's crazy talk, but that's fine. Uh, Garrett was
1: following forward on the play. I'm watching it right now. Garrett had Rudolph in his grasp. And he let Rudolph land on top of him instead of slamming him into the grass, which he could have done. Watch the play. Don't make the face. Watch the play, Ryan.
0: Uh-huh. So, the Steelers have just issued a statement. As an organization, we do not condone. Sean Wagner and John Breach's statements.
1: <laughs> and we are benching Mason Rudolph.
0: As an organization, we were <laughs> disappointed with what occurred last night near the end of our game against the Cleveland Browns. The actions of the players involved were not something that should be part of any football game. Our players, coaches, and everyone in the Steelers organization understand that we must always maintain composure no matter what happens. After a hard-fought game between two rivals, it is a shame that the game ended that way. Art Rooney, II, Steelers president. Um, look. OK, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to ask this only because I feel like I've gotten a bunch of tweets about this. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think in multiple people have suggested that um, Mason Rudolph stop being suspended because he's a white quarterback? Get off Twitter because that <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything. I agree that it has nothing to if do. It, with-
3: if this were Lamar Jackson and J.J. Watt, this would be the exact same outcome. Except that Lamar Jackson is a lot more athletic than Mason. He may have been able to get out of the way of the swinging
0: helmet. I will say that, um, the fact that Larry Ogunjobi, I mean, shoved him down. Like all he did was push him down. Like he didn't do anything, got the one game and Mason gets nothing. I, 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 you know, I, I, I get it. Like I understand why people are outraged, but I don't think the NFL is like out here protecting, uh, white quarterbacks. I mean, they are protecting white quarterbacks, but I think they're out here protecting all quarterbacks, you know?
1: That- and I think – well, I think Sean and I, who think that Mason Rudolph probably should have been punished, would both agree that race is not – that is just crazy Twitter talking. You always have crazy Twitter come out when something crazy happens because that's what crazy Twitter does, and race has absolutely nothing to do with this. And, and, but I do think the NFL needs to fine Mason Rudolph. Just, I, that will placate anybody who thinks he does need to be punished.
3: Yeah, ask Marquise bouncy if race has anything to do with it.
2: And also – correct me if i'm wrong miles garrett didn't say anything after that like mason rudolph like said something to him right so like maybe i could see this being an issue if miles garrett had said that after the game like this he called no, no, it I don't,
0: yeah i don't think that even i don't think that's even in the mix i'm saying that like people are people are intimating that because mason rudolph is white he's getting no suspension
2: oh i i mean i saw the thing that i that i just intimated um on twitter last night which yep. was that he could and but like if it would be one thing if Again, Mason – or Miles it's Garrett it's, it's, after the game had said something.
0: That's right now, by the way. Devo's you like, what? Eh. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: I, was, I wasn't I was going to even bring this up. I was like, okay, this is a good time to back away from the conversation. But Miles Garrett didn't say anything like that. He didn't accuse Mason Rudolph of that. So, like, I don't feel comfortable intimating that Mason Rudolph might have done that when no one has accused – no one involved in the action has accused him of that. So I'm going to stay away from that
0: completely. Yeah, Miles, yeah, Miles Garrett no commented it when when asked if Mason Rudolph started it. Um, and look, I mean, look, the bottom line is that in football, in these football games, it's never the dude who starts the fight that gets punished. It's always the dude who throws the punch. If you throw the punch, you're getting tossed out. It doesn't matter what the other guy did. And that's in life, too. You know what? Like, like if you're the guy who gets caught throwing the punch in the school cafeteria because someone like spit in your spitting your sandwich or whatever, like the dude who's spitting the sandwich isn't getting kicked out. It's a, he said, he said situation. The guy who threw the punch is getting suspended from school though. I mean, that, that's just sort of how it works, unfortunately, um, in life. So you know, we're a reactionary society and you know, you know what? The guy who rips the other helmet off and, and tries to bash the head in. I was shocked by people who are also taking the stance that they're like, Mason barely got hit. I mean, it's like, dude, it's like ah, that's a weird stance. That could have gone really south. Like where Miles get like where Mason Rudolph just like, you know, I mean, like, I, I, like, I think if I'm someone
1: answering. shoots you, Brinson, and the bullet grazes you, you be like, oh, I barely got hit. I'm not gonna, I'm not mad about that at all. Like, it's a football helmet that hits someone in the head. There's no, he barely got hit. You, you, you used a weapon to hit someone. There's no if, ands or buts here. It's like that, that's a crazy, crazy Twitter went crazy last night. That's I all. Can't,
0: I, can't, I had a, a podcast listener DM me and was like, you should go, you should go buy a, uh, you should go buy a pumpkin and use a helmet on and see what happens. I might go do that.
3: I saw a um something on – a video on YouTube where like a wooden chair that you would use at like a dinner table or something, and the guy took a helmet and hit it. He didn't swing – like he swung 75 percent, cracked it right in the middle, like right down the middle of the seat of the
0: chair. I mean I've got – like if you hit me on the head with this, I would be – like I mean this, I'm, I'm pointing to a helmet in the background here of my, my my setup. But like if I got hit in the head with this, the way that Miles Garrett swung it, I am – 100% unconscious for the next six What years. if you put hairspray on your hair first? Well, that's why, hair, that's why I use hairspray, to make sure that I don't get hit. You
2: do have a lot of padding up there. so.
0: Yeah. Uh, if you hit me with Ryan's head, I would die. <laughs> yeah. Coconut uh, on coconut
3: crime. Oh, there it is. Yeah, Debo put it into Slack, the, the thing that I was looking at.
0: Uh. Anyway, yeah, it hurts. That's Breach. You put it in there. It's fine. No big deal. let oh, Breach. Thanks, Vincent. They all look the same to you, Ryan. <laughs> let's uh let's get out of here.
3: Mason Rudolph's
0: <laughs> uh let's get out of here. this is the emergency podcast. Reminder we recorded this around lunchtime on Friday. So uh for any reason the Mason Rudolph thing changes, you know, don't get mad at us. Uh we'll be back on Sunday night to record the recap, which you can get first thing Monday morning. Thanks as always for listening. Uh and we will talk to you guys next week.
1: You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League twenty four seven.